Welcome to the Sack of Stats podcast. Pam Maldonado bringing you five against the spread contest picks for week two of the NFL. Now, I'm typically joined by my girl, Kellyanne Vegas. She will not be joining today. And as many of you know, if you follow her on Twitter, a dog is a man's best friend. And Kelly's dog, Coco, is no longer with us. And of course, Kelly is um, going through that grieving process. But if you are a fan of Kelly, please consider donating in honor of Coco, which you have also probably seen on social media. French Bulldog Rescue. You can find the link on Kelly's Twitter page or go directly to Kelly uh, or go directly to FrenchBulldogRescue.org. And don't forget to hit that donate button. Now, moving on to week two, we went three and two overall last week. My best bet of Packers was a comfortable win. Green Bay does indeed own the Bears. It was never Aaron Rodgers. Kelly's best bet was a sweaty loss by the Colts to my Jags. Now, as a reminder of what it is that we are doing, it is five against the spread NFL contest picks. These are set lines that are released every Wednesday. And once they are released, those lines do not change. Automatically in is my best bet. Automatically in is Kelly's best bet. And typically together, we come up with the other three. Since I don't have my girl Kelly in Vegas with me this week, she did still go go ahead and send along her best bet plus a couple of options. But of course, in true fashion, we did not discuss a final card or agree on any of the stuff that she sent me. I will be sharing her best bet, mine, and then the rest of the card. We'll be using only my judgment. So good luck us. Kelly's best bet. I don't understand it. <laughs> After fading my Jags last week, Kelly is back, back in Jacksonville for week two. Now I'm trying to think of her thought process on this and I'm instead coming up reasons to agree. It is her best bet. So it's automatically plugged. I don't know her exact reasons, but some of the things that I came up with to back that pick, the Jags offense had a really solid week one performance, third best in success rate. Having wide receiver Calvin Ridley, Calvin Ridley that definitely contributed to that, 101 receiving yards plus one receiving score in his first game as a Jag. The Jags defense also had a really solid performance, second best rate on defense in week one for preventing a first down or a touchdown. Now, just play devil's advocate. I do love my Jags, but I do have some question marks as well. Week one, Duval defense faced a coins that had a rookie quarterback and a running back core without Jonathan Taylor. It is Kelly's best bet, however, so it is automatically plugged in, and I am hoping for the best. Let's go, Jags. My best bet. It's an ugly one. <laughs> it's an ugly one. I'm not sure who y'all are going to hate more this week. Baiting Mahomes with Kelly. Or backing the ugliest team in the league, my best bet, Cardinals plus five and a half at home to the Giants. At least, at the very least, the Cardinals had some fight in week one. When you are backing an underdog, that is what I like to look for, a team that has no quit. Anyone who had Washington in Survivor was absolutely sweating in that week one matchup. Arizona, a whole bunch of new parts, new quarterbacks, offense, defense, personnel. Last week, lost 20 to 16 at Washington. Now, why were they so competitive? The defense. Six total sacks to Washington quarterback Sam Howell. Linebacker Dennis Gardeck had only two sacks, but after one week, leads in sack yards because of those two sacks, 32 yards lost. That is just a monster number. That pass rush could definitely have a field day against $160 million man, Giants quarterback Daniel Jones. Sacked seven times in week one, zero touchdowns, two thrown interceptions. That Giants offensive line allowed a league high 65% pressure rate. Now, if you do follow me, 
you might have seen that I wrote a preseason article on the Cardinals mentioning fading Arizona against the spread at home. That's what this is. But I also did mention that that starts week three with the Cowboys. So for week two, gamble on Cardinals plus five and a half against the Giants. Now, there is no team that is as good or as bad as the week before a susceptible offensive line, though, like um, susceptible offensive line. However, that is indicative of potentially what we could be seeing the rest of the season. Those are our two best bets. Kelly is backing the Jags plus three and a half at home to the Chiefs, and I am backing the Cardinals plus five and a half at home to the Giants. Now, Friday five, stack of stats with Kelly in Vegas. Together, we are putting together five against the spread contest picks for week two of the NFL. Just to reiterate, she is not with me today. So the rest of our card, Kelly did text me only four games. Taking out her best bet, that leaves three. We're opposite on one. And because we did not talk, due to circumstances, I'm auto-plugging in the two that we do agree on. The one that we disagreed, for whatever reason, Kelly loves the Broncos minus three and a half at home to Washington. I like Washington. We were just talking last week about how you fade the Broncos in favorite situations and you back them as dogs. If I heard her like Broncos this week around, I would have loved to have gotten her thought process on that. Now the Bears plus two and a half at Bucks. That is the one that is making our card. Chicago quarterback Justin Fields against the Blitz. Seventh best passer rating last season. In week one against the Packers, nine of 11 for 96 yards, 8.7 yards per pass attempt plus one score. Now, why this matters. In week one, the Bucks defense blitzed at the highest rate in the league at a 43% clip. Now, if you also look at history, Bucks defense against mobile quarterbacks and or run-heavy offenses last year. 0-6 in wins losses, allowing quarterbacks 30-plus rushing yards and or giving up at least 100, giving up an average of 194 rushing yards in those losses. Some of those include Mahomes, Panthers, Lamar Jackson, Jacoby Brissett, 49ers and Falcons. Another, uh, that is our third bet. Our first, fourth one to make the card Cowboys minus nine and a half against the Jets. Kelly did not send me this. This is purely on mine because this is an automatic fade on Jets quarterback Zach Wilson. You've been following me in back to back seasons. He has been a best bet for me for season long features, taking his unders. Now he hit Zach Wilson going up. Going up against the Dallas defense. Wilson in two seasons in the NFL. 16 touchdowns, 19 thrown interceptions, 69 sacks. In two seasons, the Cowboys led the league in takeaways in back-to-back years, 2021 and 2022. Could very well lead in that category once again, forcing three turnovers week one against the Giants. You know what this reminds me of? If you look back, if you've been watching the NFL, then this game might come to mind. 2021 season, the Cowboys rolled 43-3 at home to the Falcons week 10. Atlanta quarterback Matt Ryan in that game, 117 yards, two thrown interceptions. Please tell me that is not Zach Wilson 2.0 coming to fruition here. Dan Quinn is the man, and he has done wonders for this defense. The other matchup to... The other matchup to have been added to our card, Seahawks plus five and a half at the Lions. I love, 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 love Detroit. But this is a fade against rather than a play on Seattle. Lions defense week one against the Chiefs was 19th in points per drive allowed. Last year, ranked 30th. So the big, big question is, did the defense for the Lions actually improve or did the Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes not having tight end Travis Kelsey 
Certainly, that must have been some type of contributing factor. But you also look at the offense. Lions offense, week one against the Chiefs. Now, this goes, I have to say this first. I believe in the Lions offense. I believe in Detroit quarterback Jared Goff. I believe in Goff because I believe in head coach Dan Campbell. Goff in week one, 63% completion, one touchdown, zero interceptions, has not thrown an interception in his last 10 games. How much of that is because the Chiefs didn't have defensive tackle Chris Jones. Fourth most sacks in the league last year. It certainly helped. So honestly, this one scares me. But Kelly agreed. This was on Kelly's list. I agreed with it. Rolling with it. I love the Lions. Goff is a better quarterback now than in week four compared to last year where they lost 48 to 45. Hopefully this is a really good bounce back spot for Seattle. So that is our five against the spread contest picks. Really just rolled through them simply because I don't have Kelly by my side. We didn't discuss these. She sent me a very short list of options. Instead of having a brand new card, just kind of sticking to what it is that we agree with. Kelly's best bet, Jaguars plus three and a half to the Chiefs. My best bet, Cardinals plus five and a half to the Giants. The Bears plus two and a half against the Bucks. Cowboys minus nine and a half against the Jets. Seahawks plus five and a half at the Lions. Don't forget to follow, follow don't forget to follow Kelly on X, Kelly in Vegas. You can follow me on X at Pamela M35. And also, if you are a fan of Kelly, please consider donating in honor of her dog, Coco, French Bulldog Rescue. You can find the link on Kelly's Twitter page or go directly to FrenchBulldogRescue.org. Hit the donate button. That does it. Another episode of Stack of Stats. Hopefully next week we'll get Kelly back and this will roll a lot more smoothly, having more bounce back chatter between what we like and what we don't like for week three of the NFL.